We don't let anything bring us down. Nothing. We like the roaches that don't die. <laughs> Nobody can squash us. Come back with a crutch and one leg, <laughs> one leg bandaged up and sticking way out. And he's like, we're coming back for more. We're here to ruin somebody's day. We are here for another podcast. <laughs> I'll rock 12 views a week for the rest of my life. I don't care. I opening this thing up? Yeah. Oh, welcome back. Episode 13. 13. Got it he right on the first right. take. Woo, woo. First take, baby. He did That's ask me right before I press record, <laughs> though. So. Hush, woman. Hush. <laughs> but I was right when I asked you, though. You were. You were right. Anyway, episode 13. Here we are. Back Got our candles it. lit. We are just Emory's living life. Sleep. Living life. 1130 at night. Woo-woo. <laughs> you know, I got four cups of coffee in me. I just have one. I'm good to go. It's my Nespresso. Y'all, <laughs> this is just my little tea over here. I love my Nespresso. I love it. It costs like 11 something dollars for, I think it's eight, might be 10 pods at Target. So I feel like each one of them is like valuable. They're like a dollar something, you know, a piece, which isn't bad if you compare it to like Starbucks drinks and stuff. But my creamer that I bought, I was trying to get all, you know, like, I like flavored creamer. Justin does not like flavored creamer. Absolutely not. Hate it. <laughs> Hate it. I love flavored creamer. It makes it, I, I don't know. I, I just like milk and sugar. I mean, I like that too, but I mean, I like to have spice it up a little bit. Anyway, Put I bought some. Uh, no. I got some creamer from Coffee Mate, and it's the cinnamon roll one and i was like heck yeah but it's sugar-free and i was like you know how whenever you shop in a certain mindset like i'm gonna be healthier <laughs> i'm not gonna drink as much sugar and then i get home and i use my nespresso pod my valuable nespresso pod and i pour in my sugar-free coffee creamer and i'm like i can do this and i drink it and it's not giving at all <laughs> Like, it's horrible, and you can almost taste, like, the aspartame, like, Starting to sound like after my effect. No, like, you really can. Like, it has a really bad aftertaste to it. Like, it's horrible. And even if I did add sugar to it, to, you know, just like, since it's sugar-free, add sugar to it, it still has that artificial sugar taste to it. <laughs> so now, I just, I can't drink any coffee. I'm going to have to go buy some decent Milk. creamer. Milk. I want some good creamer to go with my Nespresso pods. I don't want just milk. Well, I overdosed it a little bit on the first cup that I drank. So I poured two cups in, and then I overdosed it on the honey. Mm -hmm. So I had to come mm -hmm. back after I done choked down most of it because it was super sweet. I do have one packet of hot chocolate left, and I'm thinking about making me some, you know. I was talking here. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No. <laughs> now you know how I feel. I'm like, nobody cares about you and your hot coffee, your hot cocoa. But anyway, wow. let's move on from this. this. You've done ruined the whole vibe of the coffee thing. I do want to jump into this, though, because I thought this was interesting. Did you? It, the immature little boy in me thought this was funny. The dad in me would have skull drug somebody over this. Yeah. But in South Carolina, there were two women charged 
with having a fight ring at a daycare with three and four year olds. Yeah. It was over a dozen of them. They had a dozen kids. I've been so mad. Dude. Like they were filming it and selling the videos, like posting the videos. They were in there encouraging these children to fight. Where were they selling these videos at, though? I guess they were posting them on, like, their social media or something. I'm not sure. The <laughs> news article I read didn't say where they were posting these videos. But there's a bunch of security f- oh security footage gosh. of it. The daycare wouldn't release only to the sheriff's department. Yeah. Part of me would love to see some of it. Just to be like... I'll well, like you were saying before, like, a lot of these kids are, you know... Yeah, a lot of, I mean, one of the moms. Justin like, said, he's trying to be all, like, sensitive right now. Well, at, he was like, I'm I bet a lot of these kids are in Taekwondo or something. Yeah, like, it doesn't I'm, I'm, I'm going to get them. to that, but I'm like, the, I'm talking from the dad side of me right now, you know. Oh, okay. The immature little boy comments is supposed to come out here in a minute. Mm. But, like, the I dad side of me would have would be extremely upset. Mm. Like, extremely. Yeah, I would have been, for sure. And... Now here comes the other the other side of this. Yeah, this is the Let's more realistic. Just I here. would have laughed if I seen that footage in that sheriff's department. <laughs> if I'd have been a sheriff, I'd be like, "Dang, that's a head kick! Look at that!" I would have been like, "They had a they had a side <laughs> hustle running." Because I mean, one of the moms was like, "This is life altering. You don't know how it's going to." It's not life altering. I don't remember anything child. earlier than like ten. Look, and it's like what you were saying a while ago. Most of these kids are already probably signed up in Taekwondo. They already That's what play you were saying, football. Not me. Or well, you were saying that I was saying that. Yeah. I'm getting back to it. They yeah. already probably play peewee football, contact sport. Yeah. So I mean, I, mean, I get it's it, a but big it's deal, not, but it's not. It's life altering <laughs> because you got somebody in your ear, maybe going, "Hey, <laughs> kick Timmy in the head one more time." I don't time. believe it would head. be kick life altering. I mean, I'm not a specialist in child development, so I could be <laughs> completely wrong. But I mean. There were, like, traumatic things in my life as a kid that I remember still, but I wouldn't imagine that that would be something that was life-altering for them. No, nah, I wouldn't I think mean, so. It, those events that I remember didn't really alter my life. I mean, I grew up roughhousing. It's not like it's, so, like, I mean, abuse. Ab- I mean, it's abuse, but it's not it's like... It's a form of abuse because it wasn't... I guess it, I got to be careful like what I say, but it doesn't seem like it would be abuse to the point where, like, it's life-altering. And... The thing said that none of the kids had apparent injuries. Well, I mean. But, I mean. How long have they been doing this, though? Oh, wow, apparently. It's been going and on a minute. And just saying that, like, oh, well, so-and-so fell, so-and-so tripped, and just blame it on, like, blame it on, like, like regular. Playground play. Yeah. Why you got a black because, eye? Like, Why even you got Emory, a like, on your cheek? You know, Emory was I in fail. daycare from... How old was she? Ten months? Yeah, yeah. I think she was like ten months old whenever we put her. No, it was like nine months, I think. Because it was. Either way, nine or ten Yeah, months. either way. So even then, she was crawling. Because she has her in Philosil, you know. So they wanted to keep her in the baby room as long as possible. Even though she was crawling around and stuff. And because she wasn't able to get beat up by the kids her age. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> They were all walking around already, and she wasn't. She wasn't really that stable. But where I'm going with this is that she was crawling around, and the lady that was watching her wasn't paying attention because she was with another baby. And Amory was fast. I mean, it happens. 
And she crawled behind the rocking chair, and the rocking chair peeled her baby pinky, like the fingernail, off of her finger. And, I mean, the whole thing came off. And, I mean, (laughs) that was just like a freak accident. So imagine what these kids were actually, like, being sent home, being described as what actually happened, but it didn't actually happen that way. (laughs) They were filming, like, this chicken fight (laughs) between (laughs) kids and it's just it's sad like I would be so mad because even whenever the situation happened with Emery they didn't they called me and told me but they didn't tell me like her whole fingernail came off they just told me like hey she's bleeding just a little bit but she should be fine like we're so sorry and I was like well it's fine you know I'll just finish work and then I'll come get her if she's just bleeding a little bit I mean it's just probably like a superficial thing yeah I get there, and they were like, it's worse than what we thought it was. <laughs> Her whole fingernail's gone. I was like, well, y'all had my number. Y'all could have called me back and, like, told me so I can come get my daughter. Because, I mean, sh- I'm sure she's in, like, searing pain, and they can't give her any Tylenol because I don't have that on the list of medication to give her. Yeah. So, <laughs> bless her heart. She's over there, like, <laughs> in so much pain for just, like, three hours waiting on me to get off work, and I didn't even know. Knock on wood. I've never lost a fingernail, but I have pulled skin down to the quick of my yeah. finger, and that hurts so bad. I couldn't imagine losing a fingernail. Yeah, and especially at that age, like that's horrible. And with strangers too, basically, <laughs> like you don't have anybody yeah, that like you're bonded with around you, and you're just like, I'm being abused. On behalf so, of the lady that did it, though, she did feel really bad. She did, and she loved Emery. Like she absolutely loved her. And I'm not trying to talk bad about her at all. It was just like a freak accident because I mean it happened so fast. But anyway. But before we move on from this, I do want to say this, South Carolina. I'm disappointed in you. What do you mean? I expect this out of Louisiana. <laughs> this is something out of Arkansas. Yeah, this is something you hear out of like Hot Springs, Arkansas, or Shreveport in a but daycare. But I mean, South Carolina is about the same. I feel like South Carolina is a little more posh. No, that's of North Southern Carolina. State. Eh, it's no, that's North Carolina. I don't know. I don't yeah, think so. I want to move to North Carolina so bad. Well, I would rather, this is not, it's not necessarily North Carolina that I want to move to. It's the East Coast that I want to move to. I want to move to the East Coast so bad. If I move to the East Coast, I'm moving further up than North Carolina. That's fine. Maybe somewhere around Virginia. Yep. I'm good with that. Maybe even further than that. I'm good with that. If I was to go up the East Coast. I'm good with that. But as long as I'm like two, at least two hours from like the coast. I want to be that close to the coast. Sleepless in Mobile would have no uh, <laughs> authenticity. It? Yeah, at that point. <laughs> None. Sleepless in Delaware. I mean, oh well, we'll sell it. <laughs> sell it to somebody. <laughs> Change the name. <laughs> no, but I would love to move to the East Coast, mainly because I think we've d- talked about this in a previous podcast, but the weather here in Alabama, especially like South Alabama, Mobile area that we live in, it's so muggy. All yes. the time. I mean, we are the rainiest. Like, Seattle has the most the rainy wettest. days. We're the wettest city. And it's true. And if you Got think about drip. it, like, we have... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, you walk outside and you get that drip. <laughs> but you walk outside and just, like, you can't even breathe because it's just so thick. The humidity is and so thick. And then you have the heat. And so then it's baking all the moisture out of the ground. And you're literally standing in steam all day long. All day long. And it doesn't get any better. And then when you work in a steel mill around heat all yeah. day long, it just. I mean, I, it, don't, I can't relate. But it <laughs> sucks that much worse. I'll bet. 
I just, ah, I want to move somewhere where there's not as much humidity, which there could be humidity there. I've never been there. No. I'm just totally going I, off uh, of like I used movie to work, references. I used to work with a guy from Chicago, and he told me, he said 30 degrees in the winter here and 30 degrees in the winter of Chicago is completely different. He said, I can't just wear a hoodie down here in 30 degree weather because of the humidity yeah. makes it that much colder. It goes colder. into your bones. Right. He said, up there... A t-shirt and a hoodie in 30 degrees, you'd be comfortable. Yeah. Down here, it's not so much. No, because it's so wet down here. Like, that cold is, like, bitter cold. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't really speak for anywhere else because I really haven't been anywhere else to experience anybody else's weather. I mean, I've been other states and stuff, but, I mean, I haven't really lived there long enough to really... I've, like, I've been to Indiana, and that was so nice during the uh, winter yes. time. Or, the I summer. went during the fall. I went in the summer. I went in the fall time, and it was so nice. But, I mean, I wasn't there during, like, the winter, winter, so, like, the snow and so stuff I can, like that. I can attest to these three things. So, we went to Missouri in March that year. Yeah. It was super cold. <laughs> I remember everybody was commenting because, I mean, I loved it. I loved that cold. I was wearing a kayaking skirt, so that's, like, <laughs> basically, like, almost like a mini skirt. But I was wearing that in my Chacos. <laughs> In a hoodie in Silver Dollar City. And people were like, aren't you cold? Your legs are making me so cold. And I was like, no, this feels amazing. Plus, I mean, we were hiking up the freaking hills. Yeah, we're not building Silver Dollar City. So, I mean, I was I was golden. But I wasn't cold at all. But that was nice. There was one day, I think the second day we were there, it was cold. Remember, yeah. we went and bought clothes because we were like, we, well, that's the I day. packed for the spring. Uh, I didn't pack for late winter still no because that's what i wore it wasn't that cold because i bought the me. chacos up there and i bought that hoodie up there so i mean actually i bought that skirt up there too yeah from bass pro shop well, the whole outfit i came from bass the pro whole shop. drip yo back <laughs> yeah. to the drip anyway so where was i going with that oh yeah march here it's already getting hot yeah for most of the time late march mm, it's already getting hot yeah but then you go i've been to chicago and april and it is still cold yeah. i've been to indiana in july wake up in the mornings and it'd be 60 degrees outside in the mornings <sighs> the entire week See, that i was in in indiana not fair and it would heat up and not even be muggy it'd be like 90 degrees well like the other thing besides the weather another reason why i want to live on like the east coast is they have the seasons so like down here we do get a little bit of seasons especially yeah. this year we've had more of a true fall this year than we've had in years but they actually have like changing leaves like everywhere and it's so beautiful i love it then they actually have snow and i mean i know a lot of people are like oh i hate the snow yada yada you you'll hate it once you get in it no if you live down here you'll hate it in the <laughs> summer <laughs> Like you will hate it, so I can I can understand why you say that about the snow, but I feel like it'd be a good trade off for me. <laughs> I would enjoy it. I think I would enjoy I don't it. Like I mean, the I know I they like say as soon anyway. as like it comes, like they enjoy it, but as as soon as it falls, it just gets muddy and that kind of stuff. I get it, but it's muddy down here all the time. One of the perks of of you know this will never happen, but if we ever did move to the East Coast. Is because there's so much history there, and I like history. Yes, me too. Like I, I hate would history love, books, but I love history. I would love to go see like the Liberty Bell and yes, you know all those the the uh, 
what's it called? Smithsonian Museums in yes. D.C. Yes. And that. Shout out to like Brian Andrews. Whenever I was working at Andrews Hardware, I wanted this particular. It was whenever Tervis was at like the top of its thing right there. It's kind of like the Stanleys, <laughs> you know. Yeti come out and like yeah. destroyed. Well, now Tervis. Stanley is like taking place, but back whenever Tervis was like doing its thing, I used to order the Tervises, and I wanted this particular Rosie the Riveter one, but they wouldn't sell it to us because it was a Smithsonian, Smithsonian <laughs> collection, and we didn't have that license to carry Smithsonian, so he had to like on the phone beg the representative to be like hey we're not selling this at the store it's literally for one of my employees can you please just send it to us and they actually sent it to us and i was so excited <laughs> so that's where that turvis came I didn't from know that. yeah brian actually like a like, lot of sweet tea out of that cup i know <laughs> i love rosie the riveter so that kind of stuff i'm so intrigued by like right now i'm reading um Anne frank or the diary of Anne frank and oh my goodness kids just are not the same anymore at all she speaks with so much like eloquence and like it's unreal the words that she uses and i feel like an idiot because i'm over there like trying to sound out this word that this 13 year old <laughs> wrote in her diary spelled correctly <laughs> in an annex <laughs> in holland and i'm just like i don't <laughs> was it in holland was it holland that she, i'm reading her diary don't even know where she's what? at i'm pretty sure she was in holland that's the Netherlands, I think. Okay, well. For somebody okay, who's a map yeah, freak know. like myself, I just know that, yeah, it's the same thing. Either way, I'm sorry if she's not in Holland. Oops. Or was not in Holland. But anyway, yeah. I love that kind of history. I lo- I'm fascinated with World War II. But I would love to just go up the East Coast and see all those different um, homes and all the different, like, just the cobblestone streets I love that. Even in downtown Mobile, we have some of those, and I but love But it's not as awesome them. as those would be. No, because it's like a a hundred yard stretch of cobblestone <laughs> down here versus like up I've, there. I've been as far up the East Coast as Maryland, and yeah. there's a double armload of just like these huge Catholic churches. There's just like mm. big architectural they, masterpieces i am an architecture person oh my gosh i could stare at a building for hours like maryland and never see all the details the the baltimore area dc area is super dangerous it's like hard to get in there now and have a good time but back when when we were up there when in 99 it was so nice the inner harbor region was kind of like their their downtown mobile area so 99 you were like Six. six, yeah, yeah. I just turned five actually because we were there in January. So you can remember stuff. You could remember getting beat up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but the the Inner Harbor area in Baltimore, dude, was so awesome back then. Yeah. Like ESPN had this. Big I want to throw some tea in the harbor. Huh? I said I want to throw some tea. That's in, the in harbor. Boston, dude. Is that what you just said? No, Maryland, oh. Baltimore. Oh, you didn't go to Massachusetts. I've never been that far north on the East Coast. Mm. I've been as far. I did. We did. So what? The reason we were it's there. Still the East Coast. It's still the East Coast. You, you know, <laughs> it is still. The reason <laughs> we were there is my dad was up there working, and uh, it was right. Before, I hadn't started school yet because my birthday fell late, so I had just turned five, and then January rolls around, so we go up there and stay. And so I went with my uncle, Uncle Wayne, and my cousins then husband john and we were going we were looking for this big flea market that was apparently off the side of the interstate 
somehow we completely missed that flea market, and we mm. it's, and it's not that far of a drive. It's a couple hours, but still, yeah, we ended up in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be in Baltimore. We were in. We ended up almost to New Jersey. That's crazy. Looking for this, and we finally found a flea market after we had to turn around and come back. But it was an adventure. That's but ridiculous. I remember it a little bit. You know, it the snow was like thick. It was yeah. so cold. I got frost. The only time I've ever had frostbite. You had frostbite. Yeah, it's it was just starting. Like it didn't. Mm. T- I, I didn't get black or anything. Yeah. But my fingertips were bright red, like Rudolph nose red. And they were aching. I had to go stick them in front of a heater. Like, I remember them hurting so bad. Like, I felt like they were gonna, you could thump them and they would shatter. Mm. That's how bad it felt. Yeah. And then I remember Daddy said one night, because he worked night shift, they were in a shipyard working. It was 25 below zero with the wind chill. Mm. So, it, it gets cold. Yeah. But I remember, dude, these... All these Alabama people in this we we all stayed in a small apartment. There was like eight of us in this small apartment. At least y'all were warm. <laughs> Dude, it was so hot in there. I opened up the window. <laughs> I had the window opened up and I wouldn't close it. And then Mama's brother, he he showed up to stay. He showed up to work. And he couldn't get me to close the window. So he goes and wakes mom and daddy up. I remember this like it was yesterday. Daddy comes out. Son, you got to close the window because everybody's over here behind me on these pull-out beds shivering. <laughs> you could just see the covers vibrating. I'm over with my feet hanging out the window. They were burning me up, dude. It was see, that's so... our sign that we could survive up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I had, you know, I had PJs on, yeah. but I didn't have no socks on. I had my bare feet hanging I out this window. I feel like it's my vibe. Like, there's a girl that I follow on YouTube, and she lives in New England. Boston, Massachusetts. And I just love it up there in her videos and stuff. And I'm just like, man. Boston is my number one state to visit on the East Coast or Massachusetts. Move there. Massachusetts <laughs> is my is my number there. one state. I'm not saying anything negative about like Mobile in general. Like, obviously, Sleepless in Mobile, we need to kind of represent a little bit. <laughs> like, it is a great place to live. It's a great place to raise your family, but. I'm just not vibing with the weather down here. I have curly hair. I mean, I have to really treat my hair for this humidity. And I'm tired of treating my hair for this humidity. <laughs> I just want to be able to have my hair and not wash it for like a good three, four days. Jeez, just be nasty. Why no, it's not nasty. I mean, I know most of the guys, if they're listening to this, like they would consider that nasty. But the girls listening, they're like, yes, that is healthy. <laughs> like it's a, a healthy thing not to wash your hair that often. Because it strips your hair of its natural oils. And curly hair especially is a naturally dry hair. And it needs all the help it can get to stay so, moisturized. I know that's a little tangent. but anyway. Even if even if you go out and you break a sweat and you sweat for 12 hours, you still shouldn't wash your oh, hair? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to wash my hair. That's disgusting. I mean, if you've done that every day. I would wash my hair every day. Okay. But I'm not that's, doing that every day. Well, I mean, I'm I'm asking... Oh, okay. So you're asking like the level of dirtiness of my Say head. one of the ladies that work in the steel mill with me. Now, they, she, they should wash their hair. Okay. Day. I'm asking, is it I'm healthy? a stay-at-home mom. I mean, I'm not saying I don't work, but I'm saying I don't work to that extreme to make me sweaty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I got, like, I I'm in the AC. Saying. I'm like, asking, though, is the same thing applying to these people who are busting a sweat out in a meal all no, day? No, 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 no. They okay. need to wash their hair. I was about to say, That's they disgusting. ain't washing their hair every day. That's nasty. Their hair is probably going to fall out <laughs> anyway from all the chemicals we're I'm around. I'm not saying you should not wash your hair 
I'm just saying, like, if it's not dirty, don't wash it. Right. Right. There's well, I a wash difference. Mine every day. Anyway. That's, uh, <laughs> I was always confused by that. And that, I was like, this would be a good time to ask that question. We're yeah. Like, it's, I'm not saying don't wash your hair if it's dirty. I'm saying you don't have to wash it if it's not dirty. Do Anyways. you prefer the curly hair or would you would rather have straight hair? I prefer curly hair. Why? Because and this is like the most random little tangent. I don't care. But I prefer curly hair because it's, I mean, it does require a whole lot more effort whenever you're getting out of the shower than straight hair where you just like basically brush it and blow it, like blow dry it or whatever. But I can do so much more with it without having to do anything else to it. So I don't have to style it with hot tools or make sure that I sleep with heatless curls in or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, even mm -hmm. girls with straight hair, they use a straightener to make the frizz go down most of the time. Or they have to put, like, a lot of products in it just to make it not, like, frizz or be oily. Because a lot of straight hair, people have issues with oily, like, scalps. Me, on the other hand, as soon as I get out of the shower, it has to be dripping wet. And then I, like, load it down with mousse. And everybody's different. Every curly girl has their own methods, but... Literally curly girl method. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like an actual thing. But I put a ton of mousse in my hair. And then here lately, I've been just letting it air dry. Like I part it down the middle. That way, whichever way I part it on the side, because I'm a side parter for the most part, um, it'll have volume to it. Because either way I flip it, it'll be going in an opposite direction because I actually let it dry down the middle. Anyway, that's a lot to say. But I used to use a diffuser. And a diffuser makes it to where, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, teaching Justin about hair. A diffuser, like, makes it to where your hair dryer doesn't blow in one single direction and cause, like, your hair to just, it. like, go crazy. It, yeah, it basically, it redirects the air to where it doesn't blow as hard and in one big direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry, like... <laughs> Everybody's like asleep on me right now. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. I was just curious mainly I'll, about the nasty hair and if No if you're sweating every day, you probably should wash your hair. Yeah, you should wash your hair. Okay. Yeah. That's all but, I really wanted out of it. But all you that. did ask me. I like, did, but I didn't know we was gonna go <laughs> Well rabbit hole. Don't ask Liz a question <laughs> if you don't want a rabbit hole. Rabbit holing over here. No. I, I promise you, I keep looking at Emery's hair, and I'm just like, maybe whenever she gets a little bit older, it'll be curly. I don't think so. Maybe it'll be curly. I think she's going to have my hair. Probably. But it's not it's not white like yours was. Yep. Hers looks like mine whenever I was little. It really yeah, does. Yeah, but yours was curled up at no, this it age, wasn't. was it not? No. Mm. It really wasn't. What year, what year would you say you were when you started getting curly hair? Like two and a half. I don't think she's going to have curly hair, though. Uh, sad. Yeah, Cordelia's hair is so cute. My sister-in-law, Mary, her little daughter, they have four kids, but their youngest one has the cutest she hair. She has Shirley Temple curls. Oh, my gosh. It just, like, makes me melt every time <laughs> I see it. And, I mean, I'm not not happy with Emery's hair, obviously. I We're love so her glad hair she's regardless. got hair. Yes, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it does make me kind of sad as a curly hair person myself that my daughter doesn't have curly hair. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm blessed that she's as healthy as she is. Amen. 
I'm not trying to be all, you know, hating on my daughter. We got we have her saying amen whenever we say grace when we eat, and it's the cutest thing in the world. Say, amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. She's a stinker. She is. She's something else, dude. Mm-mm. Attitude for days. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, well, I wasn't expecting that much sass out of somebody that little. I didn't realize I was that sassy. She is like. I've pretty much been at home with her, so she's kind of. Picking up. Yeah. Traits from mom. I didn't realize I was that sassy. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. Like, she just, you tell her something, it's like, no. Or she'll throw her fear. Ah, she'll growl. Where she, I don't know where she picked the growling up from. I really it's don't. It's from you. You I would growl at her all the time. Do I? Yes. I don't feel like I growl at her. You do. Anyway, she gets a lot of that from Sesame Street, too, though. Because Cookie Monster, she'll like do the monster sounds. But yeah, the the growling trips me out every time she does it. Like if even if we get onto her for something, she's like, Arr. yeah, it's just funny. She's been getting in trouble a lot here lately. I so don't know how many things I've found in the toilet. <laughs> elbow, elbow, <laughs> elbow, elbow one thing. her elbow. Like, <laughs> as long as my back scratcher don't go in the toilet, we're good. Goodness gracious, that elbow's in the washing machine right now hot cycle so i got another question i want to ask because of the time of the year that it is mm. what what day does you put our tree up november 1st november 1st yeah see to me that's maybe a week too early what is a week ah, it makes a difference <laughs> it makes a difference because it was hot that first week of November, and now we're in that. No, it wasn't. The first, no, because it was October, it was kind of, October cool 31st days. was Halloween, and I was in that booger costume, <laughs> and I wasn't hot, so, I mean. That's true, it was, it was, but it got hot right after that. That's what was throwing it? me off, but now it feels like fall slash winter for here. Look, you didn't have to pull out the stuff, so you shouldn't have to complain about it. I did. That's the way I feel I about it. I did pull the stuff out. I did carry no, all this. you didn't. I didn't put the tree together, but I pulled it out of storage and stuff. No, you didn't. I piled all that into my car. Oh, all that stuff. I pulled the tree out of storage. I forgot we didn't put all that stuff on my truck that day. (laughs) This man (laughs) has the audacity. The audacity. (laughs) I loaded all that (laughs) crap into my car. We were going to get it that night. We were, and you said no. We grabbed one box. I think it was just fall decorations, though. But anyway, mm-hmm. my question is, when does everybody put their tree up? I don't particularly like the fact that my mother waits till Thanksgiving. She's always waited till Thanksgiving, know. though, because she gets a live tree. I know, but this year, the drought, I wouldn't get a live tree, personally. Well, this year, with the drought, expensive. our local tree farm, you know, they had a close this year only. Yeah. Because they lost over a 1,000 trees due to the drought. Which is ridiculous. We have a bad drought. We're making up for it this week. Yeah, for sure. Our area is getting a lot of rain. rain, But But I love our artificial tree. I got it from Hobby Lobby. You're dancing around my question here. What was the question? Like, when is optimal time to put your tree up? Honestly, I don't celebrate. I mean, obviously we did this year. I don't really celebrate Halloween, though. Like, every year whenever we were at our old house... Whenever we lived in Axis, 
I would set up a table for like the trick or treaters to come to our driveway instead of coming to my door. Because we had a kind of spread out neighborhood a little bit. Some people participated, some people didn't. So the ones that were on side by sides, I just didn't feel like they should have to walk all the way up our driveway. But so I set up like a little table. So I didn't really celebrate Halloween. So I could technically put a tree up in October. That's too early. Look, I worked at the hardware store for 11 years, something like that. And we had to put up Christmas September 1st because, you know, you have to sell it. We're retail. Yeah. The amount of comments that I got saying, it's too early for Christmas. It's too early to be putting out Christmas stuff. Hobby Lobby, I don't think ever puts it up. Yeah, they do. But they take it out in like uh, July. So it's really pointless. <laughs> <laughs> we put it up in February because <laughs> they have to do all their sales and stuff. Uh, anyway, um, the amount of comments that we got at the hardware store complaining about seeing Christmas stuff in September. All I have to say is it's retail. And we've had people buying it in September. Those comments, though, made me want to put out Christmas. I'm kind of a spiteful person in the deep, 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 deep part of my heart. And uh, some of those comments make me want to put out Christmas stuff in September or October. Because I'm just like, who are you to deprive me of joy? If I find joy in it, and it's not hurting you, it's in my home, leave me alone. It shouldn't matter when you put out Christmas stuff. I'm not waiting until December to put out Christmas stuff. No. I am not. No, I, it I takes too much too effort to put up Christmas stuff, and you can't enjoy it. Like, I want Emery to have fond memories of Christmas. And yes, while she would have a whole month, even if I put it up, well, like I just did, November 1st, that's two months to celebrate Christmas. That's plenty for me. But I'm not going to do it no, in December. I think the second week of November is optimal. That's like... No. That's basically Thanksgiving. What are you complaining about? Thanksgiving is the third week, isn't it? Fourth yeah. Week. So what are you complaining about with your mom? Ah, Thanksgiving, you got so much going on. You don't want to be dealing with that. You want to have that dealing done with beforehand. What? The tree. Eh. That's why you do it November 1st. Optimal time. Mm. Halloween's over. All the Christmas stuff's going out on the shelves. Already on the shelves. And I'm sure there's some people out there that never take their Christmas tree down. Oh, I know there are. I've passed their houses. <laughs> What's the latest you've ever kept one up? <laughs> Nobody got Ashley beat. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids right now are going, No, Mom, she's talking about you. Again. <laughs> Ashley had one up until like after Valentine's Day <laughs> one year. It was like knocking on March's door. <laughs> Uh, but no, goodness. I think the latest that I've ever had one up is like mid Ju mid January ish. Remember whenever Emery was, um, you know, we were about to go in the hospital with her. We had her January third, and I made sure that I had my Christmas tree down and everything, everything put away before we went to the hospital. So I mean, I know I shouldn't have been, but I was up on a ladder getting like all the stuff off the tree and everything. <laughs> I'm just hard-headed like that, though. Call it naive, call it stupidity, whatever, but I'm just hard-headed. Stubborn. I'm very stubborn, stubborn. I will give you that. Stubborn. Well, <laughs> when I want something done, I want it done right then. And the best person that I can boss around is myself. So, I don't ask for help because I hate dealing with people. 
in their timelines. I have my own timeline, so I won't ask for help because I can get it done when I want to get it done, when I need to get it done, and I ain't got to worry about it. You know what I mean? Got that boss mentality. No. I got that underpaid employee <laughs> that's been there 11 years. Oops. <laughs> mentality. <laughs> Dang. I'm kidding. Burn the bridge. No, I ain't burning a bridge. <laughs> blah, blah, I loved blah, working blah, there. Blah, 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 blah. Match. No, they ended up, you know, offering me what I wanted, but it's just, I didn't really want to go that route. I wanted to try something different. And here we are. Trying something different. Doing different, baby. <laughs> I told Mary because she was texting me about, you know, a, a uh, an avenue she was wanting to try to venture. And... I was telling her, I was like, well, look, when me and Justin have a dumb podcast where we talk about stupid stuff, I was like, seriously, you can't do any worse than what we're doing right here. And she was like, well, I did need a pep talk. And I was like, look, we're still wandering in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> Don't be afraid weeks, to do what you want to do. 13 weeks of wandering around Don't aimlessly. be afraid. If we can do this unsuccessfully, you can do that. And still be happy about doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like... We don't let anything bring us Nothing. down. Nothing. We like the roaches that don't die. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can squash us. Come back with a crutch and one leg, <laughs> one leg bandaged up and sticking way out. Yep. We're just like, we're coming that. back for more. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to ruin somebody's day. We are here for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rock 12 views a week <laughs> for the rest of my life. I don't care. <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny i'm not gonna lie though it's getting where it's more enjoyable to it do is it. definitely more enjoyable it, at first i was like it was hard at first because you know we were trying to be like i mean it wasn't like we were trying to be professional but at the same time like we weren't as fluid as this right here yeah but by no means here we are <laughs> <laughs> oh god going nowhere <laughs> <laughs> Hamster on a hamster wheel over here. And ain't even nobody dangling a carrot in front of us or mm. nothing. We just going in circles. <laughs> I don't know. I enjoy it, honestly. I wish I had more time to delegate. Um, delegate. I wish I had more time to really spend time, like, thinking about content or coming up with different. Because I have so many different things that I want to do artistically. And I just feel like I can't get those done because, and I know Justin views this as an excuse, but it's true. Like, Emery, I can't turn my back for two minutes and she's into something she shouldn't be. Or if I'm on my tablet trying to, like, draw something, she's on my lap trying to take my pencil from me. And it's just a struggle. And then they're like, well, do it while she's sleeping. Look, she only sleeps for, like, an hour during the day, sometimes two hours during the day. So at nighttime, you know, I'm trying to just relax or... I'm trying to go to sleep because she wakes up at the butt crack of dawn. And then other times we're doing this right here. Or I'm trying to edit the podcast. But I have so many different irons that I want to put in the fire. And I just don't feel like I have the capacity to be able to do it. And it makes me sad. Because just I stick one of them babies in there. See what this happens. This is the baby. <laughs> this is Pick the baby. Pick another one. You get in there. This is the baby. No, I mean, I don't know. It's so difficult. And then I have, like, my sister-in-law, Mary, she has four kids, and she's, like, she's a powerhouse of a woman over there. <laughs> she's just, like, sewing quilts and doing this and doing antiques. And I'm like, how in the world? She cut. She says that it's because her older ones, you know, take care of the younger ones for the most part. I don't believe that. 
I mean, I do. Don't get me wrong. But she's just, like, awesome. Like, I just don't understand it. Maybe you need to get her over here to explain it to you one day. Break it down for you. you. And then she's like, well, if you need me to watch Emery. I'm like, what? (laughs) Mother of one. Ask mother of four to watch her child so she can get something done. How low down does that sound? I was like, well, thank you, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Anything. You should should view what you're saying as a pep talk yourself. I was like, man, that sounds horrible. (laughs) Like, here, can you watch my child? Yeah, throw him in the crowd. Like. What in the world? <laughs> I'm a horrible person. But no. Anyway. Sometimes though, I don't I think you you do use her as an excuse. See, for I the, know you do. Hold on. Hear me out. <laughs> I knew you did. Not because you can't do it with her, but because of the fear of something maybe failing. Of what I'm doing failing? Yeah. I could see that. You don't want I it mean to fail. I am definitely that person that I don't want something to fail whenever I do it because I try to do it with all I have. And my name's going to be on it. So I don't want to not do it with my full effort. Like, I don't like doing something half-heartedly. If I do something, I want to do it and do it right. So, I mean, I could see your point there. But I, honestly, that's not it. Bruh, it's mm. so hard with her here to be able to do something. If she had, like, a sibling... You know, we are trying for those that don't want to know. We are trying. <laughs> we are trying for another one. And I feel like a sibling would be so beneficial for her because it would take me kind of out of the picture as far as entertaining her. But then again, maybe I'll have two of her trying to get me to entertain them. So then it would be like double the work. Definitely double the not I can't do it. <laughs> double the I can't do it. So, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is there. Wait till she gets older. But then, I don't know. Like, what do you do? Those out there, what do you do? What do you do in this situation? We have, we're staying in a studio apartment, basically, with, like, one bedroom and one bathroom and, like, one big open space. So, it's impossible to, like, lock her anywhere. Jeez. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, but a Go gate. in the closet, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Go play with the shoes. I meant, like, put up a gate. Like, I can put up a (laughs) gate, but in either room, there's plenty of stuff for her to get into and just, like, make a mess. And what do you do? Just, like, let them have a mess and just clean it up after you get done doing what you're trying to do. But then that's so much work because it makes it almost dreading. It makes you almost dread what you're trying to do because, you know, you're going to have this huge mess to clean up after you get done. Like, we just went in the bedroom a while ago, and she got into my tissue box and had torn up... Kleenex tissues everywhere. It's like half a box. And we made her pick every bit of it up. I mean, I did help her a little bit, but for the most part, she picked up like 80% of it. She's done really good, though. Yeah. She was like... She tried to deviate a little bit. She tried to like, <laughs> oh, shoes? Like, no. <laughs> pick it up. Like, We don't want her to like make messes and then just be able to get away with it. Because that way, I don't know, anyway. But she sees you cleaning so much, though. She's like... Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, maybe I'm just... I. I separate my time too much that way. Like, I'm cleaning too much versus, like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe pick one day a week to work on another project. <sighs> Just pick one day yeah. and try to devote that day. That would day. be a good idea, actually. Not not try to, like, do it every day, but pick yeah. one specific. <laughs> pick <laughs> one specific day. As long I as you didn't say right. Pacific, we good. <laughs> Pick one specific day and like work on one of those projects. Yeah. 
That's a good, actually a really good idea. Just force yourself to be like, Emery, stop. Emery, go watch whatever. I feel like me making my list. So recently I made a list of everything that I really want to get done. And I feel like that cleared my mind up so much because I had it all just like floating around in my head. And like, it was like ping pong balls or pinballs, you know, they were just like hitting different things in my head. Like every now and then one would come to the, you know, forefront and then another one would and another one would. And I'd forget about another one and it hit again. And I'm like, ah, so I finally like wrote everything down just to get it out of my head and I wouldn't have to like try to remember it anymore. And that's another thing that I have a problem with is like my memory, but it's because I keep trying to like think of things so much. <sighs> anyway, I feel like I've been like jabbering like crazy. No. What what kind of what what kind of projects you got? You want to talk about it or not really? I mean, not really. Okay. Like it's not it's nothing that I haven't already discussed before. Okay. I don't know if it's something new. No, it's nothing that I haven't already discussed before. Like, I want to, you know, do more digital art and have it either on my Etsy shop or stuff like that. You know, my Instagram. I also, I need to, I would love to do the designs for, like, my cousin's company that I was telling you about. But it's just a different art style. And it's so difficult for me to change my art style. And I've been trying to look at different references and, you know, I mean, mock it until you get it. Like, copy it until you kind of learn your own style. But at the same time, I hate copying people because I feel like that's not authentic. So then I'm just struggling over here. Like, I can't present a piece of art and then it just be like a replica of somebody else's, you know? Because that's stealing, basically. So I don't want to do that. So I've been trying to like figure out how to go about making this particular style of art. It's like a Western style. And that's not my style at all. And I want to do that. I want to do more for the podcast. Like make it, you know, just better. Trying to figure out how to do that. Um, I need to figure out how to do the sound like the music and everything for the podcast because we got flagged on one of them that we did because I downloaded some quote-unquote free music and it was just like not even words to it and we got flagged for copyright but I mean it was usable like they said you know it was usable like they wouldn't take it down but it was also copyright to where if we ever were monetized we wouldn't get paid for that not that any of these would be (laughs) the ones people listened to (laughs) But these are like the beginning of the beginning ones that no, nobody would really listen to. But I don't know. Like, there's just a lot of different small things that were just taking up space in my head. And now they're on my iPad. So, you know. Yeah, I think I think your, your resolve to that is just... Take a third. Take Thursday and make that your project day. Yeah. I think you could really start getting some stuff done if you just like forced yourself. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. There's just so much that I want to do, and I don't feel like I ever have the mental capacity to do it. I set a timer on my phone for social media for 30 minutes a day, which is nothing. 
nothing because I would spend hours scrolling. And I'm like, think of the time that I've spent on social media just like scrolling. People I know, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Like they're quote unquote friends, but I never even see them. Or they're people that I've never even really talked to in real life. I just know them by association. And I'm over here like reading their posts. Like, I don't even know these people. Why do I care? They just got a horse. Like, okay. I don't even know what state you live in. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, why am I following that? I'm just wasting so much of my life. This is actually my life. It's not just your time. It's literally your life that you're wasting away. Watching other people in their life. That's a horrible sales pitch for this. You know that? Cause we just they're driving to work. They're doing stuff. <laughs> they Trust me, they're doing something while they're listening to this. They ain't just sitting there watching their phone with the little time going. They're doing something. Podcast. That's what I love about podcasts is that you're not wasting your time while you're listening to a podcast. You're clearly doing something else. Like I'm washing dishes or I'm folding laundry or... You know, changing a diaper. I'm doing something while I'm listening to a podcast. So I'm not wasting my life listening to a podcast. That's Granted, true. you can't That's like true. read a book or watch TV or something. But then again, you know. It is a it is a good time filler for when you're doing something. Yeah. When you're doing something that you could be doing two things at one time. Like driving and listening to it. Yeah. Or fold laundry and listening to it. So it's not something that you're just devoting your time to listening to. Right. I have, uh, don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> well, well, well. I love doing that, though. Like, I love being productive with my time. I will say that. I love being productive with my time. I don't really play games on my phone. The ones that I do play, and I was going to mention this. I don't know why, but I was playing it last night, and I was like, I should mention this on the podcast. Like, anybody would be interested. But if you like Sudoku, Sudoku, <laughs> if you like Sudoku, God, I can't say that. If you like Sudoku, you would like this game. It's called Nonograms. And it's basically like a Japanese game as well. But it's just kind of a similar concept. But it's with blocks and it paints like a whole picture. And it's really interesting. I like it. It challenges my brain. So I play Sudoku and I play Nonograms. And if I'm not doing those, I'll do Duolingo, play, like learning a language. I just hate wasting my time. But then again, I was scrolling for hours on social media. So. The only game that I played that involved blocks was Minesweeper. That was like Windows <laughs> 2. <laughs> yeah, no, Windows 1. <laughs> that game was a classic, though, man. It was a classic. I'm not good I played at math. Solitaire. That's why I don't like Sudoku. It's not math. It's literally not math. It's just logic. It's literally like counting one through nine so many times. Like, does this block have one through nine? Does this line have one through nine? Does this one have one through nine? There's a one on top. There's a one on the bottom. So there's clearly having to be a one in the middle right here. That's literally what Sudoku is. I love it. My dad loves it. I can't. The nonograms you can get like expert level, and it makes it like super, like a super small grid. But I can't play it on my phone on the expert level because it's so small. Like, my finger can't touch the right block and I die. Like, because you have, like, three hearts. <laughs> so frustrating. I my tablet. <laughs> expert level's where it's at. Oh, gosh. I love it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Nobody mm -hmm. knows what I'm talking about. 
But for those that played Nancy Drew growing up, because I was a Nancy Drew girl growing up, a lot of Pentecostal girls were there. That was like the thing to play was Nancy mm. Drew. So my aunt would burn the CDs for us. <laughs> she was stealing. The Pentecostal lady was stealing. But she would buy the CD. She would play it herself, but she would burn me and my sister a copy of it. So we would play all these different Nancy Drew games. But there was one particular one. It was um, Shadow something. Shadow on Water's Edge or something like that. I forget what it's called. But they had a no-no gram on there. And that's where I first discovered them and I fell in love with them. With the no-no gram. Yep. No-no gram. What a name. Yep. <laughs> I know that was very interesting. <laughs> This but I probably just turned somebody on to no no gram, so whatever. People turn people off to this. This is where the, the views just went. Hey. That's where the end of said about that. That's where the end of watch is. What have we said about that? <laughs> uh, if I'm interested in it, probably somebody else is too. Maybe. A lot of people like Sudoku, so if they like Sudoku, they'll like the no no grams. Mm. You ready to wrap this up? I reckon so. Since you're hating on my nonograms over there. <laughs> uh, well, episode 13, in the books. Yep, in the books. Next week, 13, I think. 13, that's a scary number. Ooh, no, lucky 13. We should uh, release this on Friday. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to call my it dad, lucky. I'm, I'm going to say this, Okay, though. go ahead. My dad is superstitious of 13s. Like, legitimately, like, I know that a lot of people are, like, superstitious of him. Like, he is legitimately superstitious of them. He lost a best friend, and he had been seeing a lot of 13s before he lost him. So, it kind of reinforced his suspicion of 13s. So, now every time he, like, sees it, he thinks something bad is going to happen. Our address in Axis... Had thirteen in it. <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> Maybe come over. Maybe that's probably why he wouldn't come over. Oh, uh, anyway, I just thought I would share that. <laughs> Dad won't listen to this episode. Anyway, thank you for coming and listening. <laughs> if you're still here, thank you. We'll see, you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye.